are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kens 5 San Antonio. Hope everybody have themselves a great weekend, and we're getting ready to start the workday We'll be here with you right here on Locked On Spurs. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, Kent's 5 Plus app. Kent, you know, the list goes on and on. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, the list just keeps on, including Sirius XM NBA Radio. So, yeah, find Locked On Spurs anywhere you find your favorite podcast. You guys are the everydayers. What are we talking about today? We're going to recap the Spurs' loss in overtime to Toronto. We're also going to have a couple of takes, whether or not it's too premature to think Wimby and All-Star Squad, Jack Thompson and Mike Jimenez will be on later on in this episode. So what are we talking about right now? We're going to recap that game. Spurs lost a heartbreaker in overtime, 123 to 116. The Spurs had themselves a 22-plus point lead over Toronto. 22-point lead over Toronto. That was just exciting. You thought the Spurs were going to get their third straight win. That did not happen whatsoever. So what went wrong? What are some good things? What are three takeaways that I had from the game versus uh, Toronto? Here we go. Number one, the loss of Devin Vassell. Devin Vassell did not play uh, versus the Raptors, and you could tell that Devin was missing in action. The Spurs needed him. No defense, no offense. The offense sputtered in the second half. The defense floundered in the second half. That's where Devin could come in. You know, credit Kelton Johnson, 26 points to lead the team on the night. Uh, good compliment to Wemby with 20 points. It just wasn't enough. The Spurs severely missed his presence out on the court versus Toronto. Malachi Branham stepped in and did an admirable job. He finished with 16 points on the night. It just was not good enough. Uh, you missing that veteran leadership, a guy who wanted to take the mantle and is taking the mantle of the veteran leader. And it showed, it definitely showed he that that defense was sputtering, that offense when they needed it to get going. That's 20 points you missed out right there from Devin Vassell. That's showing you the value of Devin. Sure, it's Wimby's team, but if there's a Robin to uh, Wimby's Batman, it's definitely Devin Vassell, and it was severely missed. So hopefully he'll be back for tonight's game versus Indiana. But that's my first biggest takeaway, lack of Devin Vassell, and it showed on the court. Takeaway number two, give Wimby the ball. Simple as that. He was cooking to start the game. He had double-figure scoring to open up the, the first frame. He was blocking shots. He finished with five blocks on the night. He finished with 20 points on the night. He, he was doing it all. But late in the game, especially in the overtime, he just didn't get his touches. He only, I think he only got touched one time in overtime. That was it. The Spurs need to learn to give him the ball. He demands it at this point now. He can will this team to a victory. He's one of the better clutch players in the NBA. When it was nip and tuck with Toronto, that's where they should have given him the ball, and they just did not give him the ball. Now, credit Toronto. They really keyed on him, get him out of the sweet spots, but you still have to give it to him. Even if he's aggressive to the paint, he's going to get fouled. Something positive will happen. The Spurs just did not go to him. He scored a few points in that, that overtime frame. That was it. You give the big man the ball. Nobody can stop him. Run the pick and roll with him. Throw it lower. Throw it in the paint. Live it up high. He'll catch it. He'll do it. He'll At least the worst case scenario, they send him to the free throw line. That did not happen at all. The Spurs team have to learn. They are. They're coming around, but they still have to learn to give Wimby the ball. They have to get it. Now, Wimby said that at the postgame, that they'll just look at the film. You know, he's saying all the right canned answers. They'll look it over. 
you know, he just said that Toronto would just give them different options, but that's just part of his learning curve as well as the Spurs' learning curve of him adjusting to the NBA and them adjusting to him and what he can do. This team is still cooking. This team is still, still young. Popovich, Collins, even Wimby, they all agree that Toronto's experience showed in the second half. Toronto erased that double-figure scoring, took control of the game late in the fourth, and then won in overtime. Toronto has that experience. Spurs do not. This is just another learning lesson for this young team. They learned a heck of a lesson out in Phoenix, how to never give up on a game, fight to the bitter end, you might win. And that happened not the first game in Phoenix, and then Spurs pretty much cruised a victory in that second game out in Phoenix. And even in the second game of Phoenix, when Phoenix tied it up, they still learned how to not put their foot off the gas pedal. They won. You saw here today was this team taking their foot off the gas pedal, you know, giving up on defense, uh, letting Toronto just get hot from the three-point line. Zach Collins said, hey, you know, what, what can you do? They just weren't missing. Well, you know, try to DM up better. Try to, you know, not put yourself in that situation. This Spurs team learned a valuable lesson today is how to manage, how to maintain leads. They blew it, but I think this experience will go a long way for them. Look, it's just six games in the season. They're three and three now. I think they'll be fine. That's just one of those things. Look, everybody expected this team to learn. What did we all say heading to the new season? Let this team learn. Let this team cook. You know, they're not going to make some finals run. They're not going to make some deep playoff run that they still have to learn and adjust to each other. So chalk that up to that. It's just part of their learning curve right now. And yeah. So from the missing Devin Vassell and it's showing to not giving the Wimby the ball uh, more often than not, especially in the overtime uh, period and just learning how to maintain those double-figure leads and stemming off the tide from opposing teams that want to close that gap. The Spurs learned a lot. Those are three takeaways that I had from a tonight or yesterday's game versus Toronto. Here's some final numbers. Uh, the Spurs had five players in double figures. Yeah, 12 points from Doug McDermott off that bench. 26 points from Kelton Johnson, 11 for 16 shooting. 11 for 18, excuse me. Uh, 20 points from Victor Wembanyama, nine rebounds as well. 21 points from Zach Collins and 16 points from Malachi, who started in place of Devin Vassell. Jeremy Sohan, he finished with four points. He had uh, four rebounds, five assists, three steals. You know, not bad for a guy who's just learning how to play the point guard spot and is still wet behind the ears as far as that. All in all, you know, a heartbreaking loss, but I think a very valuable lesson for this young Spurs team. Coming up next, we have Jack Thompson from San Antonio Sports Star. He's going to talk with me about whether or not it's too premature to start thinking Wimby and All-Star. Yeah, we'll see how he, what he thinks as well as Mike Jimenez, who we got a chance to catch up with him here at the Frost Bank Center. Well, he'll give his thoughts on that topic as well. Coming up next right here on Locked on Spurs. Hey, I want to talk to you about GameTime.co. Go to GameTime.co right now. You don't have to worry about things when you're buying tickets to your next big event, right? That should not be part of the issue. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They got killer last minute deals, all in prices, view free receipts, best price guaranteed. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. So that lowest price guarantee, you even get event cancellation protection, job loss protection, the works. Go to GameTime.co right now. You can see the view for your receipts before you buy. You know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in six in seconds in just two taps. That's it. Super easy to use. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. It's even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats. They got zone deals. Basically, you pick the section. GameTime picks the seats for an average saving of 18%. And the GameTime guarantee... 
always means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, GameTime will credit you up to 110% of the difference. Download the GameTime app right now. Create an account. Use code LOCKEDONNBA for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code LOCKEDONNBA, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A for 20 bucks off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Locked on Spurs with Jeff Garcia. And as promised, we are back right here on Locked on Spurs with Jack Thompson, formerly with San Antonio Sports Star. He's going to be talking to us on his thoughts on whether or not it's way too soon to start thinking Wemby and All-Star Squad. Hey, thanks for making Locked on Spurs your first listen. You guys are the everydayers. Tomorrow, probably going to be talking more Wemby. I could just put that on repeat for the whole entire season. That's what we're going to be yeah. doing every single day right here on Locked On Spurs. Like we go over what happened uh, versus the Pacers and so much more. But, you know, Jack, before you start, I want to give you a little heads up. Mike Jimenez, your former colleague at the Star, he came on and he'll be on next. He already saying that no way. It's not too premature to start thinking Wemby, all-star spot. I'll give you my two cents in just a few sen- sen- seconds. Excuse me. But I want to give you the first shot. You are the guest. Wimby, all-star squad, way too soon, right? Uh, I don't think it's too soon, honestly. I mean, maybe as far as the play goes, numbers-wise, he's, you know, he's close right now, averaging around 20 a game. Rebounds could be a little better. Obviously, the defense is insane. Yeah. But I think, you know, solely he's going to make it if it's not just because of the numbers and he has like more, you know, 40 point Mm -hmm. outbursts like he had the other night, he's going to get voted in. Who's not going to want to see him in the all-star game. I mean, the NBA definitely wants that for the global coverage and you know, all the fans who wouldn't want to see him on the court with all the rest of the best players in the NBA. So I think for that, you know, that point alone, he's, he's definitely going to make it. I must be in the minority because, you know, we'll definitely hear from Jimenez coming up next. But I told him, and I'll tell you, I think it's still too soon. I think it's still, uh, you know, kind of pumped the brakes a bit. Uh, we saw how he started the season. You know, okay, fine. He got foul trouble versus Dallas. But after that game, up until that second game against Phoenix, where he had that monster, you know, number day night, it was three quarters quiet, fourth, fourth quarter explode. Three quarters quiet, fourth quarter explode. That was kind of his rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to see more consistency out of him to start really thinking Wimby and All-Star squad. I, I, look, he's going to be there for All-Star weekend no matter what. He'll, he'll Look, he's going to be part of the Rising Stars Challenge. There's no doubt about that. He'll be there repping the Spurs. But to make the All-Star squad, that's a big leap. I, and I get TV viewership and interest and all that stuff. But do you really think he can get a spot over some of the players in the West? Because they're going back to the traditional format this year. That that's a pot. I mean, he'll have to leap over Joker. I mean, well, I mean, Joker's probably going to be a starter, you know, at this rate. But you yeah. know, guys like Joker, uh, you know, who are the Kevin Durant, uh, you know, other players, you know, that are you know more established than him. Is it a is it a big leap? I mean, are we re- reaching to say that he'll be on there? Um, like I said, numbers wise. Maybe not. It's, you know, he probably won't make it off of just the sheer numbers unless, you know, he continues to get more comfortable, which I expect him to. And 
you know, continues to have these huge outburst games where he goes for 30 or more. But I do agree with you that we need to see a lot more consistency when it comes mm-hmm. to, you know, four quarters of play. Mm-hmm. In the fourth quarter, he's been, you know, one of the yeah. best in the league yeah. so far. But, yeah, we, we really need to see in quarters, you know, one through three, him establishing that same right. type of dominance. Right. But I think just still off of – I mean, if the NBA <laughs> was smart at all, they would – you know, you get him in there. It's going to blow up the viewership even more for a game that has been, you know, dying. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't care about the All-Star game anymore. But suddenly you throw Wimby in there to play with all the best players in the world. I think you get a few more eyes and a lot more interest for sure. Yeah, speak, yeah speaking of eyes, the NBA last week released the European numbers and how much Wimby's that Wimby effect is sitting overseas, especially in France. Uh, NBA league pass Europe, the numbers are through the roof. Just games that they tune into, video clips they watch of the NBA about Wimby and TikTok, all that stuff, blowing through the roof. Yeah, I mean, if the NBA wants to have those numbers, they're going to throw him in there. Uh, then of course you start thinking of like, well, you know, do you really want to put him out there? You know, guys his size prone to injury. You know, what if he gets hurt in a game like that? You know, there's that trend of thought. I, I want to ask you though, is, do you think maybe the more reasonable path for him to make it would be kind of an injury replacement, or let's just say, and I'm making this up, like an old veteran guys, like you know what, give the mm-hmm. give my spot to a kid, and just let Wimby take over, kind of like what we saw with Draymond. You know, yeah. DeJounte, kind of like that. Do you think that's more realistic? Or you think a legit fan vote, coaches vote, player vote, starting spot for Wimby? I really see the fan vote coming through for Wimby. I'm not okay. going to lie. Because, you know, the past 10 years, I guess, anyone who's been, you know, a budding all-star here in San Antonio just falls short because the fan vote, is just not very strong here in San Antonio. It hasn't been for a while. But with Wimby, it's not going to be fan vote just out of San Antonio. Like, people all over the world are going to be voting for this guy to be in the All-Star game. And I think that that really makes the difference. And I think he gets in solely off of fan vote, for sure. Yeah. um, It it reminds me of, remember the Yao Ming uh, time? I remember Josh Val Pachulia. Remember that fiasco Mm -hmm. with... His whole country was trying to vote him in. Yeah, he has the French vote. He definitely has the Spurs vote. And Spurs votes are not just located in San Antonio. They are throughout the nation. I mean, Spurs fans are strong in every four corners of this country. So you mix all that together. Yeah, there's a legit shot. He could get in as a starter, as a starter. Mm -hmm. That would be insane. I mean, yeah, look, he already broke records already, you know, <laughs> for the Spurs franchise with that game against Phoenix. You know, he's up there now as far as points scored 38 in a night with Robinson and Duncan. That's some good company right there. Yeah. Um, but as far as Wimby and All-Star, let's let's take a look back at what happened yesterday versus Toronto. Uh, you know, again, we saw that typical thing, you know, a little bit here, a little spurt, a little bit there, a little spurt, you know, and then he finished, mm-hmm. he finished the night with a great game, you know, 20 points, seven blocks, hit threes. But in the overtime period, the Spurs did not go to him. I mean, rarely. I think they went to him once or twice. That was it. I think that has to, con- that can't continue. Especially they want, if you want, if it's all about numbers and popularity, which he has, and putting up those highlight reels, the Spurs got to give him the touches, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, 
we saw what happened in Phoenix when the offense flowed through Wimby. It was it was amazing to watch the pace that they play with, the lobs, you know, on the backside seal just over the top, and he just reaches up and tips it in. <laughs> I think I'm, it's, the more and more he gets comfortable, the offense will continue to flow more and more through him. And obviously we saw that that can lead to very good things for these Spurs. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was without Devin, too. Devin was looking at a 30-point night against mm-hmm. Phoenix himself. So I fully expect uh, more and more touches to be coming Wimby's way. It's just about our guys figuring out how to do it. You, we're, we're playing with a team where, you know, Keldon and Devin, for their time here, it's whenever they've had the ball, mm-hmm. why, would, why would I give it up? I'm yeah. the best player on this team. My shot is better than – you know, my worst shot is better yeah. than your best shot. So yeah. it's kind of guys trying to, you know, feel it out, get used to having to defer a little bit. And we've seen Kevin's – or not Kevin, uh, Keldon's assist numbers have been really nice this season. Mm-hmm. He's been really flirting with double-digit assists mm-hmm. in most games. So I think more and more our guys will get used to deferring to Wimby, letting mm-hmm. the offense flow through him and – them being able to pick and choose their spots when they're more aggressive as well. But mm-hmm. I back to it. I, I fully expect Wimby to uh, jump into that all-star category. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that he won't be considered it just for me to pencil him in as a starter. I mean, maybe I should just stop thinking that gets a reach <laughs> just based on his play of late. I mean, sure. Yeah. There were no highlight real moments, of, you know, versus Toronto, you know, but he still put the numbers in. He's mentioned, uh, you know, the numbers usually that fans look at and coaches look at. Even if even if Wimby doesn't make the starting lineup and he's a coach's pick, you know, on the mm-hmm. reserve bench, yeah, you know, that's fine. Rare W for Jimenez, though. Are you agreeing with Mike <laughs> Jimenez? You know, every squirrel finds their nut. A broken, <laughs> a broken clock is right, you know, twice a day. It's, yeah, it's bound to happen every now and then. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like first uh, person come at me for not saying, "Oh, he's for sure a starter." Because I'm still on the <laughs> let's let's wait and see. I'm like, let's let's wait and see I, before we get there. It's months away, you know. It's yeah. months away, everybody. I'm with there. I'm with you there when it comes to the numbers, but I just see the sheer interest of seeing yeah. Wimby in the game just is going to explode. Yeah, exactly. He is Jack Thompson. Make sure to follow him on X at Jack underscore Thompson 33. You want to do it right now. He's formerly with San Antonio Sports Star, uh, but I'm pretty sure you're still keeping up with all things sports. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, it didn't start with being with the star and it did not end with being with the star. So sports will forever be what I'm all about. Make sure to follow him on X. You see it on your screen. Just take out that last underscore. It's Jack Thompson, Jack underscore Thompson 33. So yes, just sir. a heads up, a little typo there. Coming up next, we got Mikey Menes. He's going to give his take on, you see the Jack's going to be laughing, his take on uh, Wimby and the All-Star squad. I'm going to talk to him as well. I have a few different takes as well with Mikey Menes. That's actually shot live at the Frost Bank Center. Can't believe Jimenez and Jack Thompson agreed. Wow. <laughs> I didn't never, you know, you know, play lottery, you know, everybody. You know, maybe it's their lucky day. Uh, so that's coming up next right here on Locked On Spurs. I want to talk about FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet only at FanDuel. So score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. 
Let me repeat that again. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. That's right. You new customers, $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now's the time. You got to get on the action right now. NBA season's underway. NFL season's underway. It's a perfect time to get in the action only at FanDuel. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options from spreads over and under so much more. You want to visit FanDuel slash Locked On and kick off the NFL season. I go there. I have it downloaded right now. Put it on your favorite smart device. Go get the FanDuel app right now. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Also want to talk to you about Muslinger's drive through Coffee, located at 2404,000 Oaks Drive. That's out in San Antonio. Look, over 300 five-star reviews cannot be wrong. They have a wide variety of drinks. They are a proud local sponsor of Locked On Spurs. They proud help sponsor and place you want to go to in san antonio they love servicing the san antonio community so those drinks yeah they got the mudslinger which is their signature drink that'll introduce you into the coffee world uh, dairy alternatives uh, they have the og oj which is the orange julius recreated only at mudslingers they have the alien i wonder who that's about it's about victor Full can of Red Bull, green apple, kiwi mixed together, delicious. They have the Sub-Zero drink, which is in honor of UTSA's Frank Harris. And they got so many other specialty drinks that will make your head spin. So if you like to get your day started off right or just keep you powered through the day, try their Red Bull infused lightning bolt series. Power in a drink right there. So go to Muslinger's drive through Coffee. Open every day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. 24-04,000 Oaks Drive out in San Antonio, 281-1604 area. And they're very interactive with fans. You can find them on Facebook, X, Threads, TikTok, Instagram, at Muslinger, S-A-T-X, all one word. Go to Muslinger's drive through Coffee right now. Friendly staff, great menu, mini donuts. They got it all. And why should you go to Muslinger's? Because life is too short for bland coffee. This is Zach Aguilar, the voice of Tanjiro Kamado. And you're listening to Locked on Spurs with Jeff Garcia. All right, and we're back. You just heard from Jack Thompson on his thoughts, whether or not Wembeyama deserves, or is it too premature to uh, start thinking all-star for Mr. Wemby? But now joined from the Frost Bank Center himself, Mike Jimenez, wearing the appropriate jersey for today's topic. That's right, baby. Right here. So make sure to follow him on X, at MJ Acquired Taste. We're going to get his take, whether or not Wemby discussions all-star, is it way too premature? So we just heard from Jack. I'll tell you what I think in a bit, but I... Just six games in? Don't you think it's a little too premature to start thinking all-star for Wemby? Not at all. It's going to happen. Most definitely going to happen. happen. If he's healthy enough to play, it is going to happen. One of two ways. Either he gets voted in or the NBA just wants it to happen. I am now under the belief that Victor Wembanyama might actually outvote LeBron James this year because of the popularity that's there. I'm not saying that he's favored to or he's going to, but I think it's going to be close. And if he doesn't get voted in, you know the NBA is going to want him because of the international appeal, because of of TikTok, because of Twitter, because of all those social media. People want to see Victor Wembanyama. If he puts up the stats, he's going to get in. For me, it's just consistency. Uh, It's been so far to start up until that Phoenix, the second Phoenix game. It's been three quarters quiet explosion, three quarters quiet explosion. And then, obviously, the Phoenix game, he went off. Right. I need to see more consistency for me to start thinking, yeah, we're on that path. I don't know if we're on that path yet. Uh, but what a way to start that path in his game versus Phoenix. Um, do, do you think, you think 
that it may come down to a situation where he may get in like an injury replacement. I can see that a la DeJounte Murray. It's a possibility, but you got to think that the that the commissioner would apply pressure to get him in because if it's a a borderline debate between him and a Brandon Ingram, him and an Austin Reeves, it's like yeah, yeah. no, we want Wimby. Wimby in, we yeah. want those eyes from Europe. We want those eyes from Asia because. I mean, this is a guy that the commissioner was talking about on Good Morning America after his 38 and 10 performance. And that's telling you right now how much they want him to yeah. be the face, face of the NBA. And and now a lot of the doubters that are out there, I mean, the people who are like, oh, well, we saw this with Bull Bull. Yeah. Or we saw this with Sean Bradley right. or whatever. All those, all those people saying that he's going to be a bust have come out. Most of them come around and go, wait a minute. This guy might be legit. So there's a there's a a, a a polarizing factor that's there. People who want to see him succeed, people who are enamored by him, and others who want to see him fail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we saw recently NBA release international viewership numbers. NBA league past Europe, you know, millions of viewers because of him. The Wemby effect is true. Yeah, I think I think they'll figure a way to shoehorn him in. But you brought up a good question before we hit record right here for your segment. Does he deserve to get in, or will he get in? How do you see the difference? Uh, It's about consistency, as you said. I know that you're saying that he's kind of disappearing in the first, second, and third quarter, but, man, he shows up in the fourth when it counts. Uh, He's one of the tops when it comes to clutch points, and that's a big deal, you know, because the winners play. And what we're seeing from from him is the the desire to want to have the ball down the stretch. He's demanding the ball. He wants the ball. He wants to take the big shots. And that is what an all-star does. That's what an all-star is. It's what a superstar is. And I'm glad to see that he's on our side doing that. Uh, but to deserve it, be north of 20 points per game. Okay. Okay, yeah. 20 points per game, yeah. seven, eight rebounds. Get in. It'll get, get you in. Doing, yeah. Um, we know he will be an all-star because of the uh, NBA Rising Stars events. So he'll get in just like Sohan got in a few years ago. Yeah. So we know a lot for that. But can you imagine somehow he does get into the West squad, I don't know if he'll be a starter. I think he'll probably be a reserve. I'm calling it. He's a starter. He's a starter. He's a starter. And, and how do you how are you a starter? By the votes, right? Isn't that the most, yep. that's like the biggest criteria yep. of it all, is the votes. And right now, you're seeing, like the, the Spurs play the Knicks later on this week, right? The highest ticketed price for the Knicks, I, I looked it up on StubHub the other day, the highest ticketed game this month it's against the Spurs. Wow. So much for the Spurs the being a boring effects. team, right? Yeah. I mean, we're not a boring team. We've got the superstar. People want to see him. And I think he's going to be a starter. Oh, wow. Oh, I, 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 I'm I, not saying that I don't want him to be an all-star. I just think I need a little bit more time for him to cook still. We're months from no, that. I get we're it. Months away from that. But you were trying to hear it already from uh, all sports platforms. Like, all-star. Oh, my God. Do we have something here? I'm not trying to knee-jerk after that game versus Phoenix. It was a phenomenal outing. I just want to see it more. And I do agree. I think he'll get in either via the injury replacement or a reserve. Or maybe just an old NBA player is like, you know what? I just want to take a break, kind of like what Draymond did. You yeah. Know, so take take my spot. You know, go there. But I think he'll be blockbuster. And, and just imagine that viewership, the international viewership. If he does make an all-star game. And the amount of – passes, media passes that the, the international is going to want to cover that all-star game with him. Wemby's only going to get better. Yeah. So if he's a guy right now that's averaging north of 20 points per game, he should be doing that months two, three, four, and five. Yeah. A lot of people are saying, well, what if teams start to figure him out? How do you figure out seven, four? Yeah, you can't. 
Just, you can't. You can't. You can't at all. So you're calling it right now. He's in. He's not only in, he's a starter. Sorry. I'm going to go with reserve. I'm going to go, he gets in as a reserve. He is Mike Jimenez. Make sure to follow him on X at MJ Acquired Taste. And uh, probably tomorrow's show. Not probably, probably for sure. It's going to be Wimby. All Wimby. Yeah. Just like this. Just like this. Wimbayama right here. Uh, what's going on with you? What's going on? Uh, Alamo City Podcast. We're doing it Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. It's live at 1030 a.m. Sports, pop culture, nostalgia. A lot of fun times. We go an hour 15 straight with no commercials. Uh, it's, a, it's a great time. We're all available on all the major platforms. We're going to have uh, an expansion of the podcast, if you will. Oh, whoa. An expansion of the team that will be announced pretty soon. Uh, but we're excited about it. And uh, the response the past week since I've come back has been really big. The, the, the Jimenez effect. <laughs> it's the Jimenez effect. Again, make sure to follow him on X and MJ Acquired Taste. Make sure to uh, subscribe to Lockdown Sports wherever you get your favorite podcast. You have something to say? Yeah, and Sohan uh, reaches into my uh, my Twitter threads. Sohan got a little bit upset at the, one of the comments that was going the on. The Jimenez so effect. He's taking it. You know what? As I mentioned on Friday's show, if I have to be the bulletin board material for Sohan to be better, you do it. You're, you're welcome, Take Spurs it for fans. The team. You're welcome. Take it for the team. Once again, make sure to follow Locked On Spurs or get your favorite podcast, Google Play, Center, iTunes, Ken Five Plus app, Sirius XM NBA Radio. Yes, Locked On Spurs is there. The rest of the rest of the Locked On NBA shows. And uh, again, we'll be back tomorrow. Mark, the more about Wimby, number one, probably. Yeah, no, no surprise. Wimby, Wimby, Wimby all the time. So for Mike Jimenez, I am Jeff Garcia, as well as Jeff for Jack Thompson. We're going to put a lock in this episode of Locked On Spurs.